Hello and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. If you have made it this far, you would know that I am Andrew, the Dungeon Master. Here with me is Josh, John, Jacob, and deciding to grace us with his presence is Doug. Welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you. It was good to have you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I know. And uh, I hope you'll come again. Mm. Always. <laughs> We'd like to think we went down well. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. How was your holiday, Doug? Oh, it was actually really good. Thank you for asking. You looked like you were having a great time with your family. I did. I did. It was good to see everyone. You haven't seen them before the pandemic, I believe. Oh, no, yeah. It's been almost well over three years. Holy crap. Actually, no, it was, it was three years to the day, minus like 10 days, because the day I flew out, I got a Facebook notification saying, like, this is your memory, which was the last time I saw him three years prior. Yeah. Even you didn't remember it. No. Thank God for Facebook yeah. giving you the update. Uh, hey, Doug, would you consider changing your name to Jug? I was just thinking that. I was going to say, I believe my name is Jug, just to match the rest of yours. Yeah, then we can all start with J, except for you, Andrew. Yes. Gen- you're different. Jandrew. But I like, the, I like the joke of John, Jacob, Josh, and Doug. And the Doug. And just Doug. Hey, Triple JD. Triple JD. So, so before we get started, if you would like to keep up to date with the show and see John's fabulous cover art. Oh, stop. You can find our socials at NWTB Podcast and at NWT Bugbear for our Twitter. Oh, stop it. <laughs> we have a YouTube channel as well for audiograms and one shots. And we have a Patreon for our Mothership RPG content. Visit our Twitch channel to watch me sleep in real time. (laughs) (laughs) We'd like to give a shout out to our two new patrons, Tom and Chris. Your support is greatly appreciated. You nutcases. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Tom and Chris. Thank you. Thank you very much. Not even a fun name, just Tom and Chris. Okay, Doug. Well, I don't want to. Yeah, Doug. I like it. I like it, though. Brave is the person. Is it one syllable or two, Doug? Make up your mind. Seven. Okay, enough. (laughs) And thank you, of course, to everyone who supports the show by listening every week or those who have given us a like or a review or comment. We thank you. Everyone, thank, thank the people. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. You, thank you, people. And those that haven't. No. <laughs> you have crossed us mm. for those the of last you, time. Those of you who aren't listening to the show, f- you. <laughs> <laughs> And if you have just recently reached this episode, like 10 years from now, hi, hi. welcome. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. welcome. Yeah, if you're listening to the episode now, clearly this does no, um, no longer yeah. applies to you. So we didn't say f- you to you necessarily, yeah. just the past you. Yeah. yeah, It's actually like there's a quantum uh, phenomenon. It's like Roko's podcast where we will hunt down anyone that does not listen to the podcast in the future. So make sure you spread the word, but also don't spread the word because... Yeah, make sure you just listen to the we, podcast. We, we only it. hunt down people that find out that the podcast exists. This is the only invitation. If you find out the podcast exists and then don't listen to it, then we hunt you down. It's a bit like going to hell. Is that that robot? That, that's yeah, Roko's Basilisk. Yeah, that's the one. This has devolved into I don't know what this is, Roko's, but I'm going to move on. Thanks for thing. listening. Thanks for yeah, listening. we're about 30 seconds from cursing the planet. So Yes. Well, my friends, we are here. This is season three, episode 22. This is our 99th episode of the show. Woo. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I have the feeling that the next few weeks are going to be big. Uh, John. Mm. Yes. Yes. Only John. Not big for anyone else. We are imminently approaching the final of the season. 
finale, rather. Is everyone excited? Yes. You look excited. We are. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> yes, everyone's excited. Before we begin, Josh, John and Jacob, mm. would you like to give a brief recap of the last two episodes for Doug? Starting, I'll give you a hint, just from after the fight with the mind flayer, the reader. That's right. Who wants to put their hand up for the recap? Thanks, John. When last we left off, Doug, we had finished defeating... <laughs> He's laughing at me. We had finished defeating the reader. However, Kresis was suffering dearly from his interaction. Of course, very nearly having his brain sucked out by the mind flayer. You were sent to a corner to recover with Ada watching over you, Kresis. And uh, we set to dealing... With the prisoners, with the, the entranced NPCs. <laughs> What's Every, happening? Everyone is giggling. Everyone's giggly on. I don't it's know Andrew's why. fault too. <laughs> What'd you do, Andrew? He's normally the one that makes uh, gets upset at people. <laughs> I made a very a crude sucking motion with my hands and mouth. Oh, you're gross. Like a brain extraction. No. <laughs> anyway, would you please continue, John? Suck the life straight out of me. <laughs> we then attempted to deal with the the other thralls of the mind flayer. You're laughing again, for you're, the record. You're just forgetting about Krez. I was going to say. I was it, about it, to say. Krez went mad. Yes, in the midst of us trying to deal with these other NPCs, Krezus went mad, stood up, and began what appeared to be reliving a memory mm. of a past life, the life before your amnesia when you were experimented on and placed inside the spider squid. It was a nautical-themed flashback, because all of your characters are nautical-themed, because you're just a sailor boy. <laughs> a nautical nightmare. A nautical nightmare. And what the, the funny thing was about that was we tried to make you come to by splashing water in your face, but the problem is that just added to the immersion. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you got more, put in a more realistic simulation of the memory. That worked out just perfectly, because that, that was slightly later down in what me and Doug had worked upon. And then I very cleverly figured out that when you started choking that you were remembering drowning. I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. He must be, because he's not actually dying. His heart is still beating. He must be remembering drowning. I was exhausted by that point, I think, of the, because me and Anastasia had to roll a check uh, because we were exposed to the body of the spell plague infected Caradrac. None of us have seen a mind flayer before, so we can hardly tell when one's infected with a spell plague. Yeah, who's to know? Who's to know? Who's it to just know? looks gross. Could be anything. Yeah. It's like a discoloration on your gooey duck oyster. It's like, oh, don't want it to be the wrong shade of yellow. <laughs> what sort of life do you live? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, if you allow um, me to interject. No, step mind flare. Don't suck my brains out. Oh, That's we what moved I was on. laughing about. <laughs> we moved on. You met a few NPCs. Maximus, the Duragar. Yeah. Mm. Fug, the Orc. And Williana. And Dario. Sorry, Dario. And Dario. Dario for you. The Drow. And you spoke to these people and they agreed that they had no other choice but to sleep and then follow you guys because they have no other option. Yes. And they have no equipment. Well, yeah, we restrained them and then we carried them all back and then Tobias and Ada stayed up while Fintok and Anastasia slept off their weariness with Krez as well, who was 
also sleeping. Still catatonic in his nightmare. Yeah. And then one by one, they awoke. We chatted with them. Very friendly. They were not being held prisoner. We had no ill intentions towards them. Sort of. And there was a big argument about what to do in the future. Because, first of all, there are a few different ways we could go about dealing with Maximus, who, of course, unlike the other thralls, is associated with the the colony of Duergar. And we know the Duergar have been watching us at a distance. And there's also the concern of Ada wanting to go and retrieve her items from further in. You remembered. Yeah. <laughs> and so there was this discussion about whether we would try and get into the Duergar camp and liberate some of the slaves. Very long discussion. A yeah, very long discussion. <laughs> Quite long. Which, Just think, listeners, you're listening to the, the cut-down ed- version, version. Yeah. and it was still no. bloody long. Long story short, you decided, let's just go outside. Yeah, to let's th- make a move. Try and treat with the Duergar is the plan. And sooner or later, in the tabernacle, you were met by a Duergar female with a scouting party. Yes, on their big beetle things. On their big steeds, their hogs, riding their hogs. Did you really spend all that time planning and just decided, fuck it, we're going to wing it? To be honest, the reason that, in Kabias's mind, the reason why we got to the point that we're at, so the reason why the, the new people stayed and the reason why we came out and managed to get the Duergar to come down was a result of some heavy gaslighting mm. uh, of the the new people in the camp and of the Duergar on the bug beetles. Just just being like, you know, you can leave, but um, it's very dangerous out yeah, there. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you know, like, uh, we are coming out, but we've got some new people and one of them's one of you. Oh, you could stay away. Or So it's very, I feel like we've been just super manipulated for an entire episode. And, yeah, these, um, these poor people are starved yeah. and have no equipment, no armor. And you gave Andariel yeah, a dagger. They're slaves yeah. of convenience, Pretty basically. Much. <laughs> but that's what I was trying to ask. I've, I was trying to ask, are these people in your custody or are they, no. are they free to go? They that's are up, free to go. That's we, up for we, them to decide. Of course. Yeah. You gave the drow a dagger? Yeah, goodbye. He's yeah. not very smart. <laughs> no, I nearly gave them a dagger. No, no, I believe you gave the no. dagger. Yes. No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Jacob? No. 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 Are, you, are you agreeing with me or? No, no. Kabias uh, did not hand her the dagger. Oh. I said if they were smart. leaving, if I was saying ta-ta, yes. goodbye. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. And what dagger. happened was, okay, are you leaving? And she said yes. And then you gave her the dagger yeah, and she didn't exactly leave. Yeah, that's exactly what the audio was. Oh. And then she didn't leave. You were like, <laughs> yeah, and I just felt like that was a misunderstanding on Andrew's part of being like, <laughs> on what are you talking about? Did we give Fug anything? No, no. We have a great big fucking warhammer. Why didn't we give him anything? Yeah, give it to the angry orc. Yeah, yeah let him bash our skulls in. Well, he's not smart. He's not going to like... I don't know if... Okay. We just have to feed him and give him head pats and yeah. he won't kill us. Anyway. Anyway. The point is, we met with Duergar. Nimor, the seemingly the leader of the company at the moment, made an agreement to treat with one of us in a sort of traditional Duergar ritual of exchanging of the equivalent exchange it is called where the two parties nominate ambassadors to ask each other questions and give truthful answers and i was sent for whatever reason i guess because i'm the dwarfiest and we are now alone in this room asking questions and answer and i was getting very impatient as a player when i saw that she had some really nifty armor and i thought it would be more fun if i just tanked the negotiations and, and tried to kill her in the room. 
you left us hanging on what you were actually going but to I'm, do. But I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about it now. So I, I ended the episode. Now? <laughs> I ended the episode by saying that my next question was, do you have any last words? And then draw my sword. And attack her. No, just just draw the sword is what he said. <laughs> do you want me to play what he said? Yes, because I want to hear it. <laughs> and I attack her. Because I'm having fun. Here it is, audience, right now. I'm going to take your clothes platonically. Hold on. Here it is right now. Do you have any last words? She puts her hand on a sword. I put my hand on my sword. I grin. I say, sorry. And then I attack. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Holy shit. Nope. Yeah, he did. I'd heard it. it well, was- oh, there you have it. Oh, that's yeah. what you uh, said. But that's not rude. Very clear. That's not what you do. Certainly, we'll find out what you do that. soon, won't we, John? Yes. Thank you for that wonderful recap. There's just one thing we have to do before we start the episode proper. What's that, Andrew? Is Kresis has leveled up. Hey! I have. Late to the party. Doug, you are all called up now. Yeah. yeah. What am I rolling? D8. Would you like, a question first, would you like to roll for hit points or take the average? I'm rolling. Oh, you're rolling. Let's roll, boy. Do you remember last time, audience, when we did this rolling for hit points? Isn't it exciting? Isn't there a lot of suspense? Their hands shake. The dice tumble. Are you using the weighted dice, hey? I'm going to go with mine. Good. Good. Because I got a one. I got a six. Hey. One above average. One, one above, above average. average. Oh, yeah. That's the way the cookie crumbles. crumbles. One more thing. Would you like to talk about your abilities you have gained as a level eight Warlock. But I'm not a level 8 Warlock. What? I might be something else. We'll <gasps> soon find I out. I didn't read that in the chat. <laughs> what are you, you freak? <laughs> so you're, does that mean you're going to hide what you've got and <gasps> make us and the listener guess? Again? Yes. Okay. Then I don't know what to do. It's Doug's favourite trope. Of course he's going to do Let's get that. into it, but Andrew. But begin the episode. Yeah. Nautical. Adding a level of something <laughs> else. Cross talk. I borrow a sheet of paper and a pencil. Just a little notepad. Jacob, would you do the honours? Oh, thank you very kindly. No. I don't have a pencil, though. Oh, just a, anything to write. I can get a pencil. One moment. It doesn't have to be a pencil. I just need a writing utensil. <clears throat> pencil. I once saw Andrew kill a man with a pencil. Do we have to wait for this or we can fade no, in the right. music? No, you're right. Go, go, right. go. The music will fade in and we will begin episode 22. Ghost of Gordogrim. Gordogrim, season three. Gordogrim. Gordogrim. A man 
stands upon the quarter-deck of a ship at sea. An expression of concern on his blue-skinned face as another crew member approaches. There's a storm approaching from the east, sir. How bad is it, Kralin? The storm. How bad is it? It will be rough, sir, but Cutter can take it. Though I can't help but feel that something's off about it, sir. Off? What do you mean by that? Well, it's, it's just... It's just I only started noticing it now, sir. It's much too close. I should, should have felt it well before. It's probably nothing. You're slipping, Kralin. I want Lily on deck, in case something happens. Any clues what could cause the storm? No, sir. Very well. Go along, Lily, and prepare the men. The High Captain will kill us if we lose his share after this damn storm. Suddenly there is a flash of lightning and rain. Giant waves crash against the ship, overflowing onto the deck. The blue-skinned man holds onto the railing with one hand, the other up over his face, shielding his eyes from the wind and water. He yells out over the howling wind and cracking of wood. Who is attacking? He hears the shouts and screams of the crew, his crew. Who is attacking? The man brings down his arm and unsheathes his cutlass. He stares out into the deck of the ship. What in the nine hells is that? Suddenly, long slime-coated tentacles appear from all sides and move towards him. Ah! 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 A tentacle wraps around his sword arm, cutting deeply into the flesh. Get back, you foul beast! He lashes out with his cutlass, flailing wildly at the grasping appendages as they pull him to his knees. They gain hold over his body and begin to squeeze the air from his lungs. <coughs> the silver cutlass falls out of the man's hand onto the deck of the ship, and then he is wrenched backwards into the sea and disappears under the crashing waves. And the scene fades out. What the fuck? <laughs> Just gonna fucking pull that out first thing. Jeez. Very good, Doug. Thank you. It's nicely done. Thank you. Way to set the bar. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Within the plaza of the Iron Tabernacle is a standoff between two groups. To the north, on a walkway ahead of a flight of stairs, the adventurers Cobias, Anastasia, Cresus, and Ada, with them the former thralls of a mind flayer. Maximus, the Duragar foreman, and Dariel, the drow scout, and Fug of the Bloody Fist, the Orc Warrior. To the south, in the centre of the plaza below, is a force of four Duragar on the backs of large, beetle-like steeds. Their leader, a stern Duragar woman named Nimor Ironvice, is joined by Fintok Falsmit in one of the abandoned buildings to the west. To facilitate an exchange of information, Nimor proposed the Duragar ritual of equivalent exchange. The game is simple. One person gives up a truth, and in return, gives a truth of equivalent value. Much information was shared until Fintok ends the game with the question, any last words, and postures to attack. Fintok, Nimor, roll for initiative. He rolls his dice and smiles. Fintok, 
What is your initiative? 20. Ooh. In this moment, both Nimor, Fintok, hands on their blades. Fintok goes first. What do you do? I pull my sword out, pause for a second, and then smile and throw it away. Throw it away? And just say, just kidding. And hold my hands up submissively. Just kidding. Nimor looks at you, almost an expression of disappointment on her face. No, please, pick it up. It's not the game we're playing. I believe you have started a new game. One I am much eager to play. If you do not initiate, I will. Don't make this too hard. There's more we could learn from each other, isn't there? I will learn much of your skills. It is still your turn. What do you do? I'm not going to make this fun for you. I fold my arms and sit down. It's her turn. Yeah. She sighs. You disappoint me, Fintok. I thought we would be able to have some fun. But appears you are cowardly like all the surface dwarves. Oh, every time. Every time. Any last words, I believe, was your question? I'll give you that for free. Well, I think our little game has concluded, don't you? No. Can't you take a joke? Why do you tease me like that? Initiative finishes. And she ponders. It's in my nature. And follow Vergadane. It's thematically convenient. <laughs> what do you intend to do now? I'm thinking whether I should bother lying. We're not supposed to be lying on these sorts of things. Not traditionally. No. But you never asked for insight on any of her no. questions. And you're not a traditional dwarf. No, I'm not a duogar either, but hmm. I might as well try to kill her if I'm doing this, so I, I feel like I, sh- I should play the game properly. I'll just say we intend to finish cleaning the temple so we can get some booty. Your question? The one who leads you. What is his, his intention? No, no, that's not a, a bad question. Who is he? He is Kozul. He is our grand cleric. And he is in charge of the entire operation here. Do you lead your group? Do you represent any... Sorry, that's two questions. Do you lead your group? For now, here, yes. After you get this booty... What about my question? Oh, yes. I beg your pardon, I'm jumping ahead. Give me your booty. (laughs) Your question. Where is the way the Dwergar came into the city? There are a few ways. A tunnel has collapsed and branches off into the rest of the Underdark to which the forces of Durgar arrived so many years ago. How did you get in here? I believed I asked this question before, but as I have provided an elaboration, how about you elaborate on yours? There is a door that only dwarves of Delzoon can open. One of the gates. One of the gates. Let me see. Since you were coming from the tabernacle gatehouse to the west, I assume you mean the western gate. I have scouted that before. You don't need to lie. That's another question. It is? Yeah. Then you may ask. 
What is done with the possessions of those you take as slaves? Is it stored or destroyed, thrown away? The valuable equipment is kept in the storage room, which is near the slave pits. What meager belongings they have. Anything valuable is taken and shared between those who claim it. Your turn. You would not be here without a significant backing by some larger force. Is there a larger force coming? Are you scouts? I'm thinking. Please take all the time you need. And we cut back. John, while you're thinking, ask who he's a cleric of. That way we can yeah. know what yeah. he wants, yeah. what he values. And also, who's got my shit, Andrew? Yeah. Who took it? That's the next question. Where's their, where's their, what is their opinion of Kazul? Yeah. Do they believe them to be a great leader? Yeah. That's a good question. We cut back. Five minutes go by. Kobias, Fintok has not yet left the room to the west. What do you talk about between the rest of you? These Duragar on their steeders are staring at you with patience. Just patience? Just patience. They do not seem to be talking amongst themselves. In terms of do not appear to be talking amongst themselves, like they're just staring at the floor or like... No, they're looking around. They're looking at you. They're mm. taking glances to the west where Nimor is. Okay. And they've, they've been in this area quite a lot. From what we can gather. From definitely Ada and your scouting over the last few days, you have seen signs of these, this group, presumably, watching you for... Sure. What kind of equipment are they t- um, do they have on them? Sure. He wants to take it in. Yeah. Each steeder has some bags on the side, like a saddle bag, and this sort of saddle that connects the Duragar allows them to crawl upside down. And there are four Duragar on these steeders, with the one steeder, Nimor's steeder, left in the front. The Duragar, three of them, look very similar to the ones you've fought and seen before. They have a war pick on their side. They have a sling of javelins, you can see, on the side of the steeder. You can see they're wearing scale mail, so heavy armor, and the customary shield, which is on their arm. They don't have their weapons drawn, but their shields are equipped. And the other Duragar that's different from the other three is wearing a robe, no armor, no shield, at their side, sort of a wicked mace, a black metal mace. And they've got a hood. Which one's that? There is one to the east, second from the east, Mm. is... I was about to say, do they have any religious iconography, like recognizable symbols? I was going to say, because they've got a mace and no armor, that that they could be some sort of cleric that just decided they don't need heavy armor. They look like clerical. Yeah, but uh, any particular god. You don't see any symbology. Okay. They look like a rather well-equipped force of Jurigar. What do you do? By the way, you hear a noise in the back, just to the back of you. Krez begins to stir. You give them a, a weak smile. And just go, reckon these guys like to gamble? And this is the first time Krez has spoken since their outburst. I liked it better when he didn't speak. <laughs> it was so peaceful. It was so peaceful. I wasn't worried about him walking off and attracting <laughs> trouble. And <laughs> I knew everyone was safe. <laughs> Anastasia and Ada, you are next to Krezis. 
Are you feeling better? A little bit. Cool. I punch him in the face. Ow. Okay. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> Are you going to fight back? Ow. Yeah. Should yeah. I fight back? No. <laughs> Ada, you do that a lot. Is there yep. any reason? Don't attack us again. I pop my nose back into place. Yes. As Ada said, are you okay, Krez? Anastasia says. I've been better. His nose uh, is a bit broken. As you sock Krez in the mouth, Andario smiles at you, Ada. Impressed. That's right. I like Andario. (laughs) Not a fan of tieflings, that one. Krezes, have you been paying attention? Vaguely. We're waiting for Fintok to deal with this Duragar female and then come out he will tell us i wonder what's going on i mean i like summon my sword and sort of like oh, just like hip it so it yeah. looks like it's sort of been there the whole time are there steps between us and them yeah because they just open courtyard so this is rather a large plaza maybe almost 110 feet across you are on the walkway to the north And just in front of you is a set of stairs, about 20 feet going down into the lower plaza, Mm -hmm. which is a large square courtyard with columns rising up. And about 60 feet from you is arranged these steeders. Does does anyone got any change for some gold? No. (laughs) I don't have anything. I've got some gold. Why do you need gold? I've got gold. I need the other ones. Okay, she flips you a few coins out of her purse. I'll take them and just uh, smile and walk down the stairs and be like, Oh, anyone want to bet? Chris, you walk down the stairs. Does anyone Yeah, you got my hands put their of, hand out? Let's just give them a chance. Kind of got my hands all stretched out and a this is, smile this is on, on my brand. face. Yeah. I'm going to walk with you. It's on Doug brand. I don't yeah. know if it's on Chris's brand. Sort of tossing the coins loosely in my hand with a sort of cheeky smile. You see the four Duragar upon their steeders put their hands on their weapons, but they don't offer anything else. You guys like to play some games? I mean, we got time to kill. I would translate into Dwarvish. One of the Duragar, armoured Duragar, yells out, Love games? (laughs) Every fucking time. We have not time for games. You wait for Nimor. We do not speak to you. I mean, we've waited five minutes already. I'm bored. What's another ten, five minutes? Who knows how long those twos will be? Roll of persuasion. Twenty-two. Games? (laughs) (laughs) They have been a while. Maybe we can have some games. Yes. Now we're talking. And this guy, this Duragar, looks at the two companions... The priestly one just sort of scoffs and the other three come down and dismount and walk over to you. My name is Ruga. Hello, Ruga. My name is Krezis. This is Ada, my translator. Hello. Grimes, it's great. Uh, we call her translator. Yeah. Trans- translator, Ada. the Ada. See you later, translator. I don't want to be part of this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and what game have you suggesting, Krez? What have I got? You can just make it up. A three dragon ante. That's yeah. my favorite. How you much do you want to bet they kill each other in there? Have you got a deck of cards or some dice? I, uh... Nimor does like fighting. Fighting? It would not be out of the question for her. 
What? Uh, fighting. You said who can win between the two. They may be fighting right now. How about... Uh, we could place some bets. How about a duel of daggers? First to knock the other one on their ass. What, here? Yeah. Duel of daggers. First to knock the other one on their ass. I'm down. I cannot... Uh, I cannot begin hostilities without my orders. Uh, I'm not even supposed to be talking to you. Uh, it's, it's more like sparring than fighting. We'll be unarmed. Yeah. They look at each other, the other two, Durigar. I'll put ten gold in this fancy looking sword on my hip here on it. And they agree. And <laughs> we can do this as a scene, because I assume it's not serious in player, Doug. Well... It's just a friendly... This is a wager a, to pass the time. Yeah. You're sort of pulling your punches and doing non-lethal. Uh, it's non-lethal, but I'm going to use an eldritch, blo- an eldritch smite to knock him on his ass because it's a. if I hit him with it, it automatically makes them prone. Okay. So I'll just let you know, Doug. It'll hurt him, but it won't kill him. If you plan to do this, then this is a fight. Krez, I've put you on your ass multiple times in the very few little amount of time we win. Do you want to win this or is this just for funsies? Uh, This is just for funsies. Okay, then don't use magic. Yes, I'm just saying if you're engaging with this man, Ruger, for a sort of sparring match with a knife, if you start using magic and abilities like that, that's not playing by... But it's not... A certain set of rules. It's not a, a cast. I don't cast magic. It is quite magical. He's saying it's, it's magical. an offensive thing that you're doing yeah. to hurt them. This is the most yes. transparent display of boredom I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. in an RPG. I mean, Ada can just fucking I was going to say, them. if you want to win the bet, I can win the bet. Yeah, but you I... can just knock them prone. Okay. Yeah, I can I can punch them a bunch of times. Yeah. Ada, if that's what you want to do, a wrestling match with this yeah, I'll Durga, wrestle. I'll then wrestle. I've got ten gold on you. Don't fuck this up. Then we fade out as it cuts to Ada dusting off her gauntlets. Can we draw a circle in the dust? You draw a circle yeah. in the dust. Everyone watches, and then you just start to clash hand to hand. You're sort of staring down at this shorter Durigar, and then it cuts back to Nimor and Fintok. Who is now a size large creature because they can do that for free. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Randy Orton. We are back to the Western building, this abandoned building in the Iron Tabernacle. Fintok. You've had a lot of time to think about it. What is your answer? Others will come. I cannot guarantee the size of the force. I know of at least ten people who may know where we are. Well, things are going to get rather interesting then, because obviously, this isn't one of the questions, by the way, I'm giving this for free. Kozul will not leave this operation. They will not abide a force of dwarves or whoever your allies are to come here and interrupt the operation. An operation is very important to Kozul. Your question. My question. What is the operation? The operation is mining. But not just for gold and mithril and silver. We have enough of that. We are mining for Hellthorn. Roll history. Ten. You had no idea what this Hellthorn is, no. but the dwarvish word for hell and thorn put together 
You understand that? Yes. My question, I believe. Your turn. Will you be willing to treaty with me? Yes. My turn. Kozul is a cleric of what god? Of Asmodeus, or rather Lordiger, as he is also named. I'm assuming you, you are aware of both. Yes. Oh, fucking course he is. <laughs> You have no doubt seen the symbols adorning the temples here and the tabernacle. Your turn. You have already mentioned you follow the Dwarven gods, Moradin. You are staying in the temple of Moradin. You are obviously allowed to be there. You may have destroyed the ghosts or treat with them, I do not know. But it is curious they have not attacked you. Can you speak with them? Yes. I was hoping for a bit more of an answer. I have spoken with them. The agreement that was made was that if we cleaned the temples, undid the desecration, they would bestow some treasure upon us. The tabernacle is neutral ground. We do not, or I should say, Kozul does not care of this place. We only care if it gets overrun by the aberrations. Have you encountered any? Yes. We met a Karadrak in the library. She looks surprised, almost admiring you, or raises an eyebrow to that you actually survived. Impressive, perhaps? Your question, I believe. She asked two? She asked two. I would like two questions, because you asked two in a row. Well, you finding out this game is more... Nuance then first explained, yes, you may ask too. Question one. How strong of a grip does Kozul have on the rest of the Duergar? How strong is his leadership? He has many that are loyal to him, but there are those that are tired of this work. We do not see the further gain we are getting from this operation there are those of which who want to be rid of this place my second question is this are you loyal to Gozul no what does it mean for you to hear that (laughs) the worst fucking wording what did it mean for you to hear that well Jonathan Are you proposing something? If a greater force were to arrive, you and those under you could be spared if you were willing to betray Kozul. I do not need to be spared, but if you were to occupy and procure something from Kozul, I would be very appreciative. Let's stop the game now. Yes, my last question is, are we done? We are done. We may speak freely, if you wish, to continue this train of thought. But you must understand, I must give an air of mystery. I cannot let the others know of my intention. I believe you maybe have the same concern. Very well. Agreed. (laughs) We cut back. 
Is that the conversation over? Yes. Do you leave? And we you leave. begin to leave. We leave. You step out of the Western abandoned building with Nimor by your side, following after you, correct? And... Grab his dick and twist it! You see Cabias, Ada, Krez, Fug, Maximus, Anastasia wants no part of this, and the rest of the three, two of the Duragar staring at Ada and this Duragar warrior, Ruga, locked in a wrestling match. Ada, please roll an opposing... Athletics check. Meta question. Yes. If I use my channel divinity, is that cheating? You know what? You, is that cheating? You could you could use the free inspiration we were given at the start of this game. Do we have a free inspiration? We didn't get a free really? inspiration. Everyone <laughs> gets an inspiration <laughs> because it is the beginning hey, of our. <laughs> How did you know, episode, <laughs> Which I forgot to give. I was meaning to give it. So. Josh, I will just say, if you do try any funny business, such as magic or very offensive spells or abilities... That's Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, that's Jacob. Did you, know I, Josh? you said Josh. <laughs> oh, I can edit it. So, Josh. <laughs> so, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Good luck editing that arsehole. Uh, well, I can just do it again. So, Jacob. Yeah. If you were to... Use any magic ability or offensive thing. Yeah, I, just I wasn't sure if it classified as magical, but if it does, it that's would. Okay. It would con- classify as using a an offensive ability, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Is it something yeah. that if you were fighting someone and they did it, would you yeah. think is unfair? Yeah. No. In the, in, in the defense, though, that means they can't turn super giant on you. Like if he suddenly went invisible or increased his size twice over, that would be fair. Would it's it? A racial ability, isn't it? That's just something he can do. So. Are you going to forego the ability use and just do your raw physical ability? If I think that it would appear magical and be considered cheating, I won't use it. Okay. Okay. Sure. Well, let's go straight wait, wrong. wait. Wait? Hmm? What, what am you... I waiting for? Because they're fucking sturdy for little... For a $10 bet? No, I don't care. <laughs> I will forgive you for punching me in the face if you win this. Okay. Okay. Krez yells out and we both roll a dice physically on the table for athletics. And the result is... You just cost me 10 gold. 20. Oh. No, sorry, 10. Eight. Like <laughs> you both suck. <laughs> you both suck. Let's just say it's neck and neck. You are struggling for 10, 20 seconds until finally, Ada, you suplex this Duragar. Oh, I want to pull his leg out from under him and like, whoosh, hold yeah. grab him, put him on his back. And the others watching just go, and put their hand up to their heads. And they flip coins at you, Krez. And at that moment, Fintok and Nimor return together. How much do they make? Well, what you bet? 10 gold? 10. 10 gold. You get 20 gold back. So you get 10. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'll give him the firm hand clasp and help him back to his feet. Oh. What are you doing? Fight the well. Winning. And he <laughs> looks at Nimor and just goes, oh, shit. And they scramble back to their places. Nimor looks a bit annoyed, but not... Not... She doesn't say anything. Well, everyone, I have had a quite a chat with Fintok here, and I believe we have gotten much information that I can give back to our leaders, and I am satisfied. I believe our business is done. And she, without restriction, I suppose, gets back on her steeder. Wait, that's it? Nice and clean. Fintok, you, what do you do? I'm going to insight check to see if they're not going to bring more and kill us. That's very specific. So just if she's lying, if she's, lying she's got what she wants. Yeah, about the fact that she's going to leave us alone, basically. 
Oops. Nice. Six. Mm. Six, you say? Mm. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. How did it go? <laughs> and they begin leaving. Oh, fair enough. Uh, well. Is Max going with them or is Max hanging out? What's Max doing? Didn't Max seek asylum? Well, he's, he's currently with us. I'm not sure if he wants to go with them. He doesn't want to go with them. Okay. He distinctly was Once like- Nimor is back on... <laughs> I can't believe we didn't agree to... We didn't uh, come to terms with that. Oh, one more thing, Fintok. Maximus, obviously, is part of our people. Can he return to us? He's not our prisoner, so I cannot dictate his fate. Maximus... Please come down, you will return and to answer for what happened. I tell you what, you can keep the other slaves as a token of goodwill. Do what with them as you wish. Maximus looks a bit reluctant. He's a good sport, but... I'm sorry, have, who are you? I'm Kresis. Uh I like buying people. Can I buy him? Buy Maximus? Sure. I mean, you talk... You, you she laughs. <laughs> he's, he's no slave. <laughs> Drow tried to take us as slaves. You try to take Drow's as slaves. Drow's probably have you as slaves. Everyone's slaves to everyone. Oh, Maximus, what do you think your life is worth to these people? Uh, he looks... Uh, he whispers to Ada. Mm. Comes down. Is Nimor speaking common just now? Dwarvish. I'm not translating for Krez. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say she switches sure. to... I'll translate that bit just because yeah, it's too hard to yeah. go back. But yeah. Maximus comes down and whispers you, to you in Dwarvish, if, if they take me, I will be tortured for information or punished somehow. Maybe thrown in the mines. I know what happens to those that are, give up their charges. What do you propose? If you say that I am under your protection... I will tell you information. You got a price there for me? Can I I hear this? Because I speak Dwarvish. Sure. Not a quiet conversation. Well, so she can't hear it, but if you're next to us. If if he's whispering to you, then I can't, so it doesn't matter. I need a number, guys. Give me a number. So he wants us to say, you can't have him. Max is with us, essentially. Yeah, he's asking for protection. We have further use of him. Yeah, we could do the fight. (laughs) With your permission... We'd like him to remain with us until we get a few more things organized, and then... You must understand that I will need something to come back from to give to Kozul. Whether it be information or something valuable in exchange. There's a body of a Karadrak. Oh, someone offers something before I do. Uh, give them all the snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a dead Mind Flayer body. Really? Uh, I believe you so. mentioned that before. You said it was destroyed. Remember, I asked you. Was it destroyed? Squished it under squished. a rock. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's dead as fuck. Sorry. Sorry. Kres would know that. <laughs> no way, you wouldn't. No, I wasn't. I, wasn't I tell you what, if you give me 300 gold pieces, I will be willing to turn a blind eye. 300 gold for a fuck up. There's your price. He is quite valuable. That is the price that I have said. He doesn't have anything. Fuck, his equipment alone would be 150. He will be used as an example to the others. He is quite valuable in that regard. But 300 gold pieces would give us quite the 
the nice couple of days, right, men? We could have killed him. Yes, and then I will have nothing, but since you have not, I believe the price is fair, wouldn't you say, Maximus? Same price not to kill him still? How about a bet? <sighs> I'm going to beg you all not to undo all my hard work just now. <laughs> uh, there's no combat involved this time. A simple wager. If you win, you get him and the fuck ugly orc. Hey, whoa, hey. <laughs> if I win, we keep him for nothing. I'm sorry, what are you proposing? A bet. What is the bet? What do you propose? The bet is simple. You are not wanting to give us Maximus, so we have offered payment. What is your answer? I'll fight you for him. There you go. I'll fight you for him. Two on two. One on one. One on one. One Fintock, on one. I believe me. you have started something before that I do wish to finish. Well enough. The first one to drop, we take Maximus. Fintok, are you sure? If you lose, Fintok, we will take Maximus and go apart our merry way. If you win, you can keep him. Sure. And she smiles, jumps down from the steeder, and walks slowly towards the circle that was drawn. Um, goodbyes will just like be like, are you sure? Conditions, weapons, no weapons. Anything goes. The first one to get knocked unconscious. Yeah, Kabaz will go down to, to Fintok. He'll, he'll like turn his back to the to a guy. He'll be like, are you sure? And he'll like kind of like scratching, scratching. Are you sure? And he'll like gesture for him to show his sword. Oh. Are you sure? Oh. And then he'll rub some drow poison. Uh, oh, sleight of hand. Come on, sleight yeah, of yeah, hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll help you with that. Ooh. I'm a rogue. So, Woody, how are you helping? Well, I'll... If he can just get the poison into my hand, then I can apply it to the blade using my sleight of hand. I'm a rogue. Can I distract her somehow? Well, well, we are working in tandem, so it would be advantage if we got that anyway. Yeah, this is one thing you're slipping in. You don't want to cause much of a fuss. Everyone is looking at you, so you will get one chance All with right. advantage. Let's fake a hug. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fake a hug. Fake a hug. Sure. <laughs> fake a hug. Do you want to? Do you want to each roll, or one of us roll at advantage? Or? I'll, I'll roll at advantage because I've got better sleight of hand. I have to imagine. Oh, do you have expertise? Do you? I have. Yes. Okay. You go to hug Fintok. Now, this is Kobias rolling with advantage. Oh, never mind. Oh, well, I can, I can do that. It's fine. It's not, I'm not that much less uh, <laughs> yeah. in yeah. sleight of hand than you are. Oh, no. Plus seven. 26? Fuck, not bad. You manage to slip this drow poison into Fintok's hands. Fintok, you walk into the ring. I'd like to keep eyes on Nimor while this is happening. Make sure she's, well, see what she's up to. Sure. She is now standing in the ring, which is 20 feet by 20 feet circle in the middle of this plaza. No crossbows. <laughs> I, uh, can I give Anastasia back the little thing of coins that she gave me? Sure. Yeah. Fintok, do you enter the circle? I do. But first, I have to sleight of hand apply the poison to the blade. No, that will be done in initiative. Oh, okay. If, if you oh, okay. do so, wish. All right. I thought that's what I was going for. I thought that's what he just did, didn't he? No, because he, he you already me the poison. No, because oh. you already have poison. I was trying to apply it to your blade. I don't. I didn't have the poison. 
No, we both have a share of poison. I don't remember. I'm that. just saying yeah. this is this is a lot of technical stuff done surrounded oh, by. All, all I wanted to do was apply it to his blade. Yeah, that's in so a sheath. He gives him a. Oh, no, that's what I was saying. Mind. If he if he unsheathed the sword, well, was, she will see you unsheathe the sword. Suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, yeah, you're, but you're that's because they're going to fight, isn't it? Aren't they just going to fight? They're just getting ready. But if I go like shing, what I thought, yes, what I thought yeah, yeah. was you were hugging and just slipping him the drow. Poison. Oh, I was kind of just like applying it to the to the blade. You know, anything over that would be rather. No, oh, I'll do quite. it initiative. Okay, I was just taking it from you. Oh, well then you yeah. can use your own drow. Yeah. By the way, you should in your inventory make sure you do have drow poison because we both got some when we. He's got fast hands. He can do this yeah, as yeah. a bonus. We will find out next week what happens. Is it going to be a fight? We're getting it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. You're episode getting the fight you want. It's just one episode later. Yeah. <laughs> episode 100, the fight. Holy crap. Yeah. That's not bad, is it? Place your bets, everyone. Please comment. <laughs> comments what's going to happen. <laughs> the greatest fight in the whole podcast. The, the, most, the, the chiefest rivalry. All right. I'm calling it who you think is going to win. Well, I've got, I've hopefully got... the drought poison helps. I feel lucky. I think um, Nimor's going to win. I do think Nimor's going to win. Really? <laughs> Traitor. <laughs> <laughs> objectively, she seems yeah. very confident about this fight, and I think just Fintok's very cocksure and is a PC. So he's a he's a ranged <laughs> combatant. He does no yeah. Like, okay, advantage. Uh, yeah, but that's abilities. only because I use my crossbow because it means like yeah, it hurts because he chooses to be a ranged yeah. combatant. Yeah. I've yeah. still got a sword that does as much as the crossbow. But how are you going to get your sneaky in? I won't, I won't be able to. That's it. Yeah. That's the problem. That's, your, that's, your that's where the bulk of your damage is. What if you use inspiration? That counts as advantage, right? <laughs> Fintok, certainly does. Yes. Just, just think about your abilities over the next week. Remember, yes. you have uncanny dodge, where you can half per turn. the damage per turn for yep. your reaction. The next ten minutes, and I can just always use it because well, once I'm, every turn it one, will renew because there's only one enemy. It's not like I have to, I'm, I'm yeah. going to waste it and then get hit by something else. But she it looks like she could have multi-attack. She could have multi-attack. But you're looking at your cunning action, which you can do hide. Probably not. You're not going to be able to hide. It's a one-on-one -on -one battle. It's a knife fight. We'll, it's a knife all, fight. we'll all stand at the edge of the circle. Yeah, everyone is standing at if the edge of the circle. Happens to be five feet away from an ally. Well, I guess he gets <laughs> sneak attack. <laughs> I guess so. And the Duragar will do the same thing. So probably going to just fight in the middle. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's literally going to be it's a okay. human it's, huddle. It's going to be non-lethal. Didn't we agree? First person. To oh, of course. Go un unconscious. Well, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. I just won't get the armor if I win. No, uh, you're get, you're giving up. Your your wager is the custody of Maximus. Yeah. Oh, you're down. Whoops. Just just for our just for our morals. Thank you, everyone, Thank for you, listening. We have been nobody wake the bugbear. Next week is episode 100. We will see you then. What a brilliant way to start. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Bye. I wanted the, the Rainbow Dash figure, but I only got the Rarity one.
I think that was pretty good. There's so much humour in this group that I do not get constantly. <laughs> it's the nature of playing we're, together for so long. We're being cruel schoolyard kids making fun of rhoticisms. What's that? I don't know what a rhoticism is. I was is. referencing McDonald's Brony. Thank you very much. Is that... What is that? It's a video of a brony complaining to McDonald's, yeah, McDonald's? That, the, oh, okay. that the Happy Meal he got didn't have the right pony in it. That's fair. That's a fair complaint. Are you writing me a note? No, I'm writing him a note. Ooh. Oh. Are you telling John what you are before everyone else knows? No, not yet. It will come okay. out later. <coughs> he's going to use Thieves Cant because yeah. he's clearly a rogue. I've never gotten a note before. Dear John, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. I've always <laughs> thought you were- I look into your eyes and I think, damn. Those are eyes. Those are eyeballs. We'd like to think we went down well. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Ah! Ow! Stop it! <laughs> That's what happens when you have your microphone set at like cut Jillian. John. All right. <clears throat> All right. Lean back. There will be an intro. <clears throat> not that far. Not that far. Why not? Just that's fine. Use the chair. No. You're going off chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off chair, guys. The besides the point. All right, ready? Very excited. <laughs> this isn't going to get picked up. <laughs> <laughs> Hated that. Hated that. <laughs> Before. Yes, everyone's excited. Before we begin, we cut back to the main plaza. We cut nice. back to the main plaza. We cut 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 back to okay, the I'm main this plaza. Sorry, can I get three more? I need a... <laughs> we cut... Back to the main plaza. We cut back it off. Ready? The main plaza. Ready? I have to... Yeah, break. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got drow poison at the same time I did when we killed the drow, and then yeah, later when we killed Maya and Vandra. I, I do remember that. He would have already had it. Yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. You already have it, so I don't. Because there was there was some that I stole, and then there was some you just got off the dead bodies. I'll just and make sure he knows to use the his use fast it hands. Lets him use an action. Yeah. As a, I was just trying to apply it to his blade. He'd like be like, let's help you get ready. Go on, get ready for the fight. Yeah, yeah I don't think it would way. be that suspicious. What? In my opinion, I don't think. Nah, not if I think just like a good if he gave him a hug and then he just poured it onto his blade, like because uh, it's like Fintuck, come here. Are you ready? It's like time to pour myself another drinky. Would you like a drinky? You want a little drinky? I get you. I have a drinky pair. Would you anybody like a little drinky? We got Bailey's. Mm, creamy. Mm, creamy. Mm, creamy. Want some creamy goodness? Mm, yes, please. Give you some of that. In your creamy. Life. I've been watching. Um, creamy beige. Creamy beige. Or, do, open your or another thing or that I had, I've had to do as I get older is trim my nose hairs. Because yeah. they create a lot of noise and <coughs> cause blockages and are annoying. <laughs> See, we, oh, oh, nice. Oh, Here it goes. Send it. Brains came out. Here it goes. <laughs> I do like that we praise you found ourselves my for bug. sound quality, which is good. We do do that. But then all the outtakes is... <laughs> <laughs> we bottle it up. Horrible. <coughs> and then we ship it to France. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where it belongs. Where they enjoy that. That's type where of all thing. the body lo- noises uh, belong. France. Back to the game. Should, right. I, just, should I just kill her after this is done anyway? <laughs> just fucking. All right. I, I want Put the armor. Up. Ready? And I stab her as she's walking out. Ready? What's that? Ready? What's that? Fucking Don't worry about it. 
Okay. Bird person, stop. Okay, I'm ready. <gasps> so it's clearly time for Kresitz's flashback. Why is there water? <laughs> Why am I wet? <laughs> 